florid painting style, but I would have it, Aberglasny. Well, Mrs. Mansell Atherton? She turned her head on one side, peering at me almost coquettishly. Beatrice, please. To you, dear Miss Evans, the sum will be what they call derisory, providing I can be here as often as I want. She showed me a bill of sale, what some people would call a contract, and I gasped at the cheapness of the price of the house. Be here. Uh, What do you mean by that? I asked. Just to visit, dear, that's all. I know this will be a good buy for you, but there's a great deal of restoration needed. I want the old place looked after by someone who cares. I have no living relatives, you see, dear, no heirs to take over from me. And remember, the American servicemen are still here, which makes selling difficult. But I'm sure they'll soon go home now the war is over. Until those men go away and take their Nissen huts with them, the house is not very saleable, you understand. I stared at this frail old lady, her skin soft as a rose petal, but her eyes shadowed. She had her sad memories. I could see it in those expressive eyes. But, uh, Mrs. Mansell, Beatrice, the price is ridiculously cheap, even so. She held up her hand. No buts. I know what I want. My solicitor drew up the deeds some time ago. All we have to do is get you to sign them. The paper was on the desk. She gestured to me to look at it. It's all in order, legal and binding. Once you sign it, Aberglasny is yours. Can you live with the ghosts, dear? I smiled, humouring the old lady. I can live with ghosts. Don't you worry about me. Then all we need is your signature. I took up the pen she offered me, dipped it into the ink pot and signed quickly in case she changed her mind. I could afford the old ruin, but the restoration, well, that would be a problem, but one I was sure I could overcome. Mrs. Mansell Atherton had already signed the bill of sale, even before I'd agreed to her conditions. Her signature was bold and flourishing, as if she was young and strong. See you soon, dear, she said cheerily, handing me the paperwork. Take it to my solicitor, and the house will be legally yours. I left Aberglasny reluctantly and climbed into my waiting van, an old ambulance, battered but sound and strong, and as I drove away from my house, I wondered if I'd been taken for a fool. The hall, run down though it might be, was such a bargain, perhaps too much of a bargain to be true. And the eccentric old lady wanted a visit when she liked, but still there was no harm in that. She probably loved the old place, but found it was crumbling away around her. I'd do anything to keep the hall, and I would soon find out if the bill of sale was legally binding when I went to see the solicitor in town later on today. The solicitor, Mr. Jeremy of Jeremy Bevan and Brown, wore a long coat and small glasses. He peered at me and then at the paper suspiciously. You are rather young, Miss Evans, I prompted. 
Ah, yes. Miss Evans. His tone suggested I needed confirmation of who I was. Mrs. Mansell Atherton signed this document in my presence, he said, and now you must do the same if this, he waved the document, is to be legally binding. Of course. I signed again where he indicated and sat back in my chair. Right, Miss Evans, he said. You are now the owner of the Mansell Atherton's house. I left the small dusty offices on a cloud and stood in the street, watching without seeing the big dray horse plod past, the load of beer barrels on the cart rattling ominously. I put the crisp deeds into my bag and snapped the clasp shut with a firm click. I was now the proud owner of a ruin called Aberglasney.